Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. If you want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. Tech 12, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Tech 12, every episode 12 hot takes, and we repping for Seattle, my play. Tech 12. It's the Take 12 podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Um... Boy, on this episode, we talk about the first week end of the playoffs. Playoffs? Um, <laughs> what else did we get into, Lofa? Oh, well, the, the University of Washington hired a coach. Visors. Big visor day. The visors. Big day for visors. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's video footage of me in a talent show pretending to be in a boy band, and the visor is upside down. Remember that move? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, I think, the last time I wore a visor. You guys will find out if Lofa's a visor guy, and you'll definitely find out my thoughts on visors. We got into it. Um, and then also just sort of the, the games from the weekend, what we thought, what we saw, some of the big coaching changes out there, what we thought, what we saw, and all of that we'll get into very shortly. After I tell you about Wiener Schnitzel, two locations in Western Wa- Slow down. Take it easy. I'm just starting to think about the chili dogs is all. Yeah. Yeah. Two Extra locations. Oh, what? Extra onions. Oh, pro tip. And a smattering of cheese. Oh, the cheese. Yeah. That yellow cheese. Mm. Wiener schnitzel, everybody. Everett and in Fife. Go on in for lunch today. Go in for dinner, whatever. Pick it up for the whole crew. They got their $3 meal deals, and uh, of course, there's the chili dogs, the chili burgers, the ice cream. Oh. You know what you do? You go in, you pick up food for everybody, then you get the ice cream for yourself. Enjoy the ice cream as you make the drive, you know, or whatever. As you. Oh, sorry, I nodded off there. Uh, yeah, Wiener Schnitzel, everybody. Mention the Take 12 podcast, get a free hot dog with any other purchase, and mention the hockey show, get a free ice cream cone with any other purchase, so you can be covered all the way around. Uh, without further ado, though, here is our conversation. Yeah, let's just, let's just, here we go. So, okay, so Lofa, I mean, to be, to be perfectly honest, we, okay, oh God, dude, where do I even start? All right, dude, everybody listening, Katie, shoot from the heart, Carly, man. Everybody, I'm here. You go right. I'm gonna shoot from the heart. With it, uh, quite possibly the worst. Uh, other okay, other than the the Sonics leaving. Other than the Sonics, the day the Sonics left town officially, the rainiest, gloomiest, worst day in Seattle so far. 
but last week was like just I mean I don't want to say the worst because who knows we good times could be right around the corner but also just what and, and then you know what else as I was watching the Detroit Lions beat the Rams I thought f Detroit because they're just having a great time right now and what the like you know what I mean like the worst week in Seattle the greatest week in Michigan. Yeah. You know, they win the Natty, and then the Lions win a playoff game. Guys don't even know how to high-five each other in the in the stadium because they've never yeah. won anything. <laughs> you should I see, saw that one. Fans were like, they didn't know. Should they fist bump? Should they high-five? How do you high-five? Anyone want to high-five? They, they all don't recognize each other as fans because they're all used to having paper bags on their heads at Lions games. Anyway. That was it 30-something 30, 30 years? Oh, I, I bro. They put the stat up there. So okay, so so Washington. Thirty-two, thirty-two. Oh, oh, good. McNeil's here. McNeil, McNeil. Voice of reason. McNasty. So so Washington hires the guy from Arizona, right? He's really tan. Dude, (laughs) I gotta tell you, Lofa. Yeah, it is the desert, McNeil. He's gonna be a pale in a year, and I'm like gonna not recognize him. (laughs) Listen, guys. Fish was here with uh, the Hawks. I played for Fish. He's a, good, he's a good man, good coach, and he he turned that program around. He's a good guy. I'm excited. I, uh, oh boy. Um, I listen. I'm glad they hired someone. <laughs> I don't know much about him other than you know Arizona did have a really good season this year, and I, and he wears a visor. And I, you're not supposed to judge a book by his cover, but I. I really a visor is a cover that I really don't like. I got to tell you, I, I there's Kirby, something about a coach Kirby and a Smart's visor. A big visor guy. I know he is, and it's my it's, but it's my years. least favorite thing about him, though. You know, and but what, hey, what's with you? You you get your hair. You wouldn't hide that hair under a, a fucking hat, dude. The You'd visor. You'd be a total visor guy. I'm a, I am so anti-visor, you have no idea. I make fun of guys on golf courses that wear visors. I can't stand a visor, dude. I don't want to look at a UW visor. I'm really not looking forward to a visor, but I'm looking forward to wins, McNeil. I'll take the wins, but the visor? <sighs> if he starts doing well, we're going to need a T-shirt, McNeil. Or visors. Or yeah. visors. <laughs> Also, we're advisors. Shoot, I will. Hey, if, listen, you guys know that ultimately all I'm rooting for are wins, so that's fine. But just really, when I saw it, the first picture with of him, I thought, oh no, he's a visor guy. Oh no. <laughs> Lofa's right. You should be a visor guy. I'm surprised Lofa's yeah. such a visor guy. I'm surprised he's I'm a visor not. guy. You don't not? have hair. I see. Okay. You have to have hair to rock the visor. But you should be a visor right? guy. No, yeah, see, the fact that you even say guy. I should be a visor guy makes me hate visors even more. You should be a visor guy. No, I don't want to be a visor yeah, guy. Producer Katie's right. I visor. imagine you rocking a visor as those little league games. This is so mean. You guys are so mean. No, I don't want to be a visor guy. We need to talk to Pfizer and make some Pfizer visors. <laughs> oh, McNasty. Nah, yeah, you just lost us with that one. Get, go back on mute, McNasty. We'll, we'll call you when we need you. Uh, I'm look. I'm excited because you know. Hey, all right. We need a good coach. He seems like a good coach. And I'll, I was. I'm teasing about the visor, sort of. 
sort of. He turned that program around in Arizona, yeah. man. Yeah. It's hard to win down there. It's yeah. hard, you know, to get recruits to Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, and one in ten, you know, everybody wanted to get rid of him at one in ten down in Arizona. Turns around, goes five and seven. Turns around, has their first ten win season since what the Desert Swarm defense back in the nineties. Um, he turned he turned it around down there, and I, I feel like. Kind of like what I was saying with Chris Peterson when he got the UW job. How is nobody, you know, taking a harder look at this guy and giving him a chance? Because Peterson, had he left Boise, you know, probably eight, ten years before, I bet you he wins a couple titles. Mm. Man, I love... I was shocked when Peterson hung him up, you know? Are you comparing this guy to Peterson? Because if you are, sign me up. That Those were good years. No, I don't know Chris Pete. Oh, okay. Um, you know? Right. I, I've met him one time at a pro day. Great. Seems like a great dude. Well, but okay. great about his players. But you do know Fish. So I know Fish. Tell, yeah. tell us about him then. He's charismatic. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, okay. You know, he he's a great football mind. Okay. And, and he cares about his guys. And I think you, if you watched any of Arizona's games, I mean, especially you probably watched the UW one. Mm-hmm. He gave yeah. them all they can handle. Oh, yeah. And, and that, that wins, oh, the, the UW win over them started to look better and better as the season went along. He started a freshman, um, Fafita, against mm-hmm. us and took us to overtime in the Collie and was one play away from you know, coming out of there with a win. Oh, yeah, that's right. Against, you know, Caleb and, and, and our team. That's, it was, if, if that kid, and I know, I think it's Delora was the, the starting quarterback. He was a captain, great quarterback. Um, you know, for you not to go back to him, that tells you, you know, that that's a tough decision to make. That's, you know, so when I look at decision-making for the betterment of the team, you know, I thought they, you know, in the bowl game with Oklahoma, they might go back after like the rough second, third quarter and kind of have a storybook ending with Delora, but he stuck with Fafita and they pulled out the win. Um, you know, that that's, that's a tough decision to make. And so I think, I think he's, he's ready for this opportunity to, to be the UW coach. Well, and he, and so he's been up here before he was with the Seahawks. Yeah. And uh-huh. nine and 10, I believe. Well, so then he's been in the area before. I mean, like, is he a guy who you think is going to stay for a bit? Because you got to have a guy who wants to be here for more than two years. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was, you know, DeBoer coached Alabama. Like you can't fault a guy for like, having that dream job and opportunity and seizing it, going after it. Um, but I, I don't think fish would just, you know, two years and take off. And I, you know, I know he was only at Arizona three years, but this is, this is the game. This, this is, is it how it now, goes, yeah. man. This is you have to go, you have to strike while you're hot and get the opportunities and then make the most of them. And man, you know, you know coaching's what? just as cutthroat as playing, bro. Yeah. But Lofa, I mean, come on, like coaching, you know, Kalen, I know he's he's not a dog. He didn't go there. He's not an alum or anything. But coaching at UW <laughs> on that campus with that amount of, with that money, with that stadium, I, I, how is that not a dream job for a lot? Of, I mean, dude, you know, you give me that job right now. You give me four and a half million dollars a year for the next 38 years. Like, you know, what I, mean? I would never leave. But, right. But I mean, obviously, we yeah. know why. But at the same time. I mean, big-time college football right now is big-time college football everywhere, and with 12 teams getting in the tourney, does it really matter where you are anymore as long as you can get the kids to come there? 
No, not as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Like in order to get the marquee players, you had to be at a you know a USC, an Alabama, all you know anywhere in the SEC. The the talent pool is so great in the South for football, and you know you see kids from Texas and Florida and all. That's where they they pull from because. Texas is a way of life. It's not just a sport in those states, you know? And mm-hmm. we got a couple guys, you know, back in our day from Florida, Texas, that were big-time players um, in L.A. And so I think it's an easier route to get the talent, you know, rather than fly all the way down there and then try, hey, yeah, come on up to Seattle. But why not just – well, yeah, that's true. But 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 I'm just saying for these guys in general, I don't – it could be a UW or any program in the country. They, like even USC now can't – they don't keep guys for very long. And if you look at the teams that have had the most success forever, isn't it the ones where the coach has been there forever? Saban. Now Kirby's been there for a while, the aforementioned Kirby. But then before him, yeah, uh, Rick was there forever and had a ton of success. Uh, obviously, Don James was at UW forever. But th- you have to be there for a while to have success. Well, yeah. Look at Jimbo Fisher. You know, he was in the, the national title, won the night national title with the, the Seminoles and, you know, consistently in the top five, top 10. And then he takes off to go to AM and he's not even there anymore. And so, yes, you can win anywhere if you're a coach, a good coach that builds that culture. But there's just some places that make it a lot easier with the resources and like the help in terms of like everybody is all in, you know, like when Pete got to SC, I'm not so sure the administration, everybody cared about football. He made them care. Yeah. Like at one point we were good, you know, 70s, 80s, a couple times in the 90s. Pete brought that shit back together. And like, that's, you know, it is a football school yeah. and it's known for that. And that's why it's so tough to see it, you know, up and down. It's up just and weird down, that people don't want to, they don't seemingly want to be Mike Krzyzewski or Bobby Knight or Nick Saban for that matter. Like why, why not? It, to me, it just feels like I would, I mean, man, if I found a job that I'm winning at, I'm successful at, I'm at a big time program. I don't like. I just hear the way that ESPN talks about any of these things is they go, "Oh well, you know they're trading this program to really move up to this program." Like, I don't know. I, with twelve teams in, I feel like they're all pretty much just. Just depends on what, because like they support football at UW. You know, it, they do. It's a big time program. Like well, I don't. Well, they do now. <laughs> yeah. Have they always? Have well, they always? The reports I've heard that they were willing to go north of ten million a year for him. That wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, I, it's crazy, man. Like these, I don't know. Sports is weird right now to me. Yeah, but I, what we're talking about is a legacy, you know, in regards Potentially, to Potentially. Dude, well, come on. I'm just, uh, well, hold on. Money, money aside. Yeah, go ahead. Go well, ahead. Not to t- look, I love DeBoer. Obviously, I'd take him at Washington for the next 20 years with what he was already building there because we had seen what's happening, right? Right? But yeah. we were texting. Dude. Those two Oregon games <laughs> run the ball like you. Uh, the Texas game, you do that at Alabama in year one, you might be out of a job in year two already. Like, I mean, be careful what you wish for is all I'm saying. He's a good coach, but and, that's a completely different thing down there in that part of the country and what they're, what you're dealing with with football down there. 
Absolutely. And all I'm saying, the other side of it is if I was a successful coach, one double a FCS, um, smaller division one and USC came knocking, it wouldn't be about the money. Mm -hmm. It would be about that. I played there. Yeah. You know, like I bled on that field, man. You damn right. I'm going back for the opportunity to lead them to a fucking championship. Of course. And then if, but then, (laughs) right. Well, and again, he's not an alum, but like, uh, but then would you, would you, you know, would you move on to an SEC school just because it's an SEC school after that? Just because you had success at, I mean, of course not. You're an alum, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's different for you. I just, I don't get it, man. It's It's the ties. That's that's all I'm saying. It's the ties. It's nothing personal. It's just business. I know. And this is the side, the business side of the game that. He had an opportunity to go where he's coached before and, yeah. and lead a team that he's always yeah. loved. Great. And so that that's how I see it, man. It, it's nothing personal. It does it hurt. Hell yeah, it hurts, man. But this is the business. I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the players that are, you know, the ones that are, that, that you know, they. Dude, I bet you after that game, they were in the locker room. Obviously disappointed, but but the ones who are coming back are thinking, okay, but you know we got coach and hey, like let's we're building something here and it's, I, I, you know you could take us inside that locker room. I mean that would that's got to just be deflating. I heard only you know like a if, quarter of the team even showed up to his meeting that he had with them. Yeah. So if I'm a young guy, yeah, it's it's gut wrenching, man. It, it it hurts it hurts your heart. Like you know I committed to this school because of you. You know? Well, yeah, and now they got to hit the transfer portal, move, pack up their well, see, stuff potentially. The I mean, what a it's nightmare! It's not as bad as it used to be, though. No, well, that's why it's not as bad as it used to be, is because you have the portal. Available. Yeah, that's true. And and but this is this is reality, and this is what a lot of kids, you know, they don't understand. You know, as soon as you sign that letter of intent, this isn't the game that you used to know, man. Like but isn't it? It's a reality love. because there's no loyalty, though, which just feels gross. I know it's always been this way. It just they did a better job of hiding it from the fans. <laughs> you know? It's like No, I hear you in that regard. Once yeah. you can see the wires in the action movie, it's not as fun anymore. That's all it's I'm not saying. Not as thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's gross, you know. They should they it should is. hire Mario Bailey. Or Marcus Tuiasosopo. Yeah. Or Brock Hewer. Or, uh, you know, I mean, I give Fish a chance, obviously. Hope he does well. But, I'm, you know, there's nothing. I, you said he lived in Seattle before. That's about all I can figure out that might time to the area. I, I feel like if you want someone who's going to come in and build a program and be the next Don James or Nick Saban, you got to get someone who has an old Letterman jacket from there, don't you? <laughs> it's weird. Perhaps. <clears throat> Excuse uh, me. Oh, Mark but- Brunel. Mark Brunel, he was a beast. Yeah. Played him in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens. But, I mean, DeBoer, he left it in a good place. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see how many players stay because that's, you know, and then how many – there's going to be a bunch coming up from Arizona. And Arizona's pretty damn good. So, um, anyway, I mean, we're all going to the Big Ten anyways. Like, who <laughs> well, the fuck kinda, knows what's going to happen? That's kind of what I'm saying. You know, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? I don't get We're this. We're not even the thing. pack anymore. Uh, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I was trying to explain it to a friend of mine who's not really a sports fan over the weekend, actually. He's like, I don't understand who's in the pack anymore. And I said, two schools. He's like, what? <laughs> I said, I don't get it either. It- and Washington State will still find a way to lose it. 
Rude. Rude, but funny. Uh, gosh. You there he is. Hey, uh, how about uh, Delta Airlines? I don't have a good segue, but Delta.com is the only airline we use around here, and you guys should use them. Uh, you can sign up for 12 status and get ready for next season. I'm sure they'll have it, and you'll get a yard or a mile for every yard the Seahawks throw for. And that brings me to a nice Seahawks transition, actually, Lofa, because who do you think will be playing quarterback for the Seahawks next season? I mean, we probably should find a coach first, but, I mean. You want to give your just way too early prediction or name? Just throw something out there? (laughs) Well, I mean, I said it last week. It's got to be Dan Quinn uh, as a coach. Um, I just, I don't think you move on from Pete without a plan. Mm -hmm. And he's got to be the guy that they were just circling, saying, hey, he's not going to be there next year. And, you know, we don't, like, are we really going to sign at 74, I think Pete's going to be 73 or 74 after another year. Like, are we going to sign Pete to another four or five year deal? I, I don't know if that's happening. So that's what probably pushed the envelope. And, um, and I played for Dan Quinn. He's awesome. He, he's a guy that everybody wants to play for. Um, I know where I see where your eyes are going. Was that last uh, playoff Dallas game, playoff game what, didn't scare was that you? playoff game Bro, damning to his case? I was all with you, and then I was watching that game. I started scratching his name out. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> nope. <it> <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. It okay, first of all, and we'll get into that one unless you want to just jump right to it. <laughs> those playoff games, but I want to answer your question. Yeah, Gino is still the guy going forward. Yeah. I believe there's an option on his his year. Um, for this year and I expect them to pick it up but now this all comes back to what I'm saying is does the head coach is he on board with it like he's going to have to look at the film and evaluate every single player Mm -hmm. with John and go back and give his honest assessment on how they performed and with how Gino performed I have no problems with him being the quarterback I don't see a solution out there um, in terms of other replacements and Good luck getting a kid that's ready to play from college. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than Stroud, and and that's not just Stroud; that's everything they put around him. They're like they had like seven receivers down there. They lost Tank Dell, Noah Brown's out, and they got Woods and um, two, three other guys that are just going off for 150 yard games. And it's like now part of that is Stroud and the coaching though. And but I, I can't name any other rookie quarterback that came on came in and did that recently. Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and also, I know there's a lot of Seahawks fans out there. Maybe I shock a lot of people with this hot take because I'm sure McNeil sees it on the dark recesses of the internet that I see as well. But all this Mike Penix to Seattle type stuff. Listen, I like Mike. I loved Mike in college. But when Mike gets pressured, I don't know. And it's the NFL and it's not college. And, early quarterbacks and oh my gosh i don't know if i want to go down this route as a fan it's gonna be fun to talk about but um i i like i like steady i mean i like what jordan love and and the packers are doing i mean because he had to sit behind aaron aaron had to sit behind brett and it's going pretty well so if we could do a little bit of that i like that route a little better than just you know picking k you know they wouldn't get caleb anyway but you know what i mean Trying to find the, the savior say, in the draft. The Green Bay Packers are the one organization that did it right mm-hmm. both times. Yeah. And so that, you know, I mean, Aaron sat for four years, Love sat for four or five. Um, and I know it's got to be incredibly maddening to be in that position as a competitor. 
you know you're just like why you know just trade me right let me get out there and play Mm -hmm. like but but watch look at the success they've had i mean if they go to another place do they have that kind of success i mean aaron had all the talent and and he's smart but you don't know if they just throw him into the fire like oh look at baker mayfield yeah all right i've been saying for years he's a decent quarterback because everybody just wants to bash him when anytime there's a bad two interception game or anything or more for his off field. He does that to himself. Yeah. Like that's people like to take shots cause he's loud and yeah. 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 But yeah. I mean, there's, if there's a guy like, like that went through everything and this dude was a walk on transferred, won the Heisman. Like he's been through it all. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been rooting for him since the day he got drafted and he went to Cleveland. They threw him in the fire right away. And even a Heisman Trophy winner, like maybe Caleb might not do well in his first year. And then with the press conferences that he did, the last few press conferences he had at SC, like you can't, you can't do that in the NFL. Every media outlet and city will rip you apart. Mm-hmm. If uh, the Green Bay thing, it feels very Midwestern. It feels very. What do you call people from Wisconsin? Wisconsinites? Wisconsin? Wisconsiners? Wisconsinites? Wisconsinites? <laughs> I don't know. It feels very Wisconsin. Midwestern. A very Midwestern way to run your football team. Just very measured, very calm, very uh, you know, just like uh, nice. Very, Hi, we drafted you. Come on in. Sit down for a while. Don't worry. A, we love you. We love you. We're gonna bake you some casseroles. You know, we'll bring you some desserts. Oh, yeah. You're going to be just fine because don't worry. Someday you'll get in there and boy, will we love you then. But right now, you know, and they just kind of, aw, shucks, we're going to take care of you. But it's it works, man. It works. And I, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know who's in this draft or even whatever. Like, I don't trust that. So, yeah. I, I like Penix. He is 24 years old. He's been in college for six years. True. I would hope he would whoop on some 20 year olds from around the, the league. <laughs> I mean, other than uh, the last college. game, he, he, they kept him pretty clean too. You know, he didn't take a lot of shots. Well, that it, That's what I'm saying. If you're going to hold that last performance against Dan Quinn, you got to hold that last performance against Penix. I do. I mean, they were open guys. Yeah. Roma Dunze was wide open on yep. that. It was a go route and he was protecting him from the safety, but Odunze had him beat by that, yep. that, that angle. And oh yeah, there's a couple that, that inside. Yeah, lots of missed opportunities. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just I keep seeing these organizations draft a kid young and just throw him in a horrible situation. Now, we have a good situation if we're healthy up front offensively because we still have weapons on the offense, two great running backs. Um, but that was the thing; we weren't healthy in there all season. After that first game, we lost both our tackles. Yeah, well, I know. You know. Well, and anytime someone new comes in, there's a lot of shifting that's gonna go around. I mean, it's just that's how it goes. You know, I, this roster won't even. There's look, a lot of. It won't look exactly. Even close to, yeah, it's an opportunity, but it's an opportunity done. to refresh, though, isn't it? Too. I mean, John and then Pete's still there, and they've got to be looking at, at it as like it's just a it, it's a chance to hit the refresh button on a lot of things. You know, um, you yep. yeah yeah. Why not? Like it's, you know, it's like thing I, I used to go to like 
these like theater things and acting things growing up. And it's like, there were certain things that I'd go to every year, but every year they'd make you re audition, <laughs> you know? And it's like, Oh, I well, thought I had this gig. And they're like, no, you got to come prove it again, you know? And so hopefully, and, and so you'd hit it with that sort of like, um, intention and, and you'd see the people that didn't. And so hopefully some players are, are going to come back and have a really great audition. And you know, some, you know, probably will be I not. I don't see a ton of like wholesale changes. Um, there are some decisions to make. Uh, Bobby going his 13th year. He's a, he's a free agent. Uh, Jamal Adams. Can yeah. he stay healthy? Um, you know, I, I don't know where they're at the contract there. Um, I think you know. it's got to be. Uh, McNeil could even jump in here on the Jamal Adams one because there's so much off the field that I don't even really get into. But I feel like I feel like. Off on the field or off the field, I feel like the Jamal Adams thing has got to have run its course at this point, a little bit, doesn't McNeil? What do you think? I mean, I think he's a good player, but right. I think he just has horrible luck. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But. No, I, I've been there before, man. Didn't miss a fucking snap of practice for three years, and then just fucking injury after injury after mm. surgery after concussion. It's a shitstorm. Ugh. Yeah. Well, what about the teams that are still playing? Uh, the Eagles, boy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, just uh, that. Tailspin, pun intended. Just uh, couldn't get off the ground. <laughs> I could keep going. They were not flying Delta. That's where you should have went with that one. Uh, yeah, uh, just not cleared for takeoff. That, that was ugly. I don't know what happened to their offense. Um, Hertz had no time to throw the ball. They don't run the ball. Uh, it it looked nothing like the team that went to the Super Bowl just twelve months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and then, yeah, man, guys running wide open, Richard White just taking a. It was it's like an ISO, like twenty yards. It's and no one like there to like fill the gap. It was. I don't know what happened to them. Uh, they Couldn't lost. Point to what five of the last six. Uh, yeah. Is it Sirianni? Like, is it the, is it the, it, dude, is it the players? Is it, it started to go south and they sort of, it's this new sort of personality like we're talking about where it's just sort of can't get over the bad times or whatever. I don't know. What, what's up? When you lose the Super Bowl, mm. I mean, you, there, it was the Super Bowl curse that yeah. the losing team didn't go back forever. And it's just, it's such a long season, right? Um, that, it takes everything and everybody just to make it to the playoffs. So, you know, I commend them for that because I've been there before when we lost in 05, we went back in 06, but it's, it's a long, long season. Um, when you, when you make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, the, the chiefs, the, the chiefs. Yeah. I, they're turning it on, right? This is the team. And this is what I was talking about the last couple of episodes when we were wondering if they make the playoffs they have the experience and so they're leaning on that and then i'm sure the weather played a factor i know both teams have to play in it but they're used to it and miami is used to 75 and sunny this time of year so that definitely played a factor but they showed up 26 to 7 i'm looking at it now um and it you know after like that first second quarter it wasn't even a game Mm -hmm. it was just a matter of the time running out um but yeah, they, they showed up. That defense has held them all year. 
and to only give up seven to one of the most high-powered offense, that was that was a good good performance. Mm, producer Katie's raising her hand. Interesting fact about the Chiefs versus uh, Miami game. Okay. Uh, it is the most streamed live event no. in United States history. Averaged 23 million viewers and reportedly <laughs> accounted for 30% of the country's internet traffic. Yeah, uh, I scoff at this. I saw this. They were Mike Tirico was all over this one on the NBC broadcast because NBC is tied to Peacock, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, it's the most streamed event ever. L- listen, this is like trying to get credit for being yeah. an, a, like you're an NBA guy at a world's tallest man competition. Like, <laughs> you, like, duh. Hello. You put a full NFL game on a streamer and that's the only way people could watch it. Of course, it's the, the most streamed way. Internet but event still, of all time. 30% like, the, of the, all of the Internet. 30% of Held all of the internet. Oh, yeah. them hostage, Katie. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Step into our office, producer Katie. <laughs> yeah. This is like, file this one. I wanted to just jump through the TV, and I, you can even tell Tariko was reading it. Like, just, I want to file this under no duh. Like, all right. Yeah. A, a big W for you. You put it on your network. Look, if some, if Apple would have done it, if Netflix would have done it, and Peacock, Amazon. nobody has Peacock. Listen, Peacock, congratulations. Everyone signed up for a free trial. Good for you. Good for you. You got everyone's email address. That's awesome. Good for you guys. No, but um, my friends and I couldn't just stop. We just couldn't stop making fun of um, uh, the Mahomes helmet thing because he cracked his helmet. Uh, on a play which it was so cold out there and so he but he i mean he took a shot and then the helmet was all cracked and they had to get him a new helmet and when they were getting him the new helmet it forced all of us to talk about how silly he looks in his helmet anyway and then all of us just started making fun of him the rest of the game because he looks so silly in his helmet i don't know mahomes has always looked ridiculous and it's always rides high it's weird looking and a couple Lofa, I was watching the game with a couple of former D1 players, actually, and they were all just ripping him. They're like, dude, dude might be one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but all his photos from him playing, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, he just doesn't. I had to wear the Revolution helmet one time. And Is that was, the one with pretty... the, the mutton chops? It was, yeah, it's the weird one that like kind of comes down and around. I caught a lot of shit from that. Peyton's helmet. Then That's I switched like... back to the old Rydell. Yeah, there you go. Yep. A lot of judgment. What about the Texans, my man? Okay. Yeah, let's Did get into it. Did you catch that man. one? Yeah, dude. They're looking good, man. And like, well, you kind of touched on it. He's looking good. Good coaching. I'm rooting for him. I was rooting for Flacco because you got to root for yeah. the old guy. But, uh, you know, it's Cleveland, so you knew what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just impressed with all these injuries that, you know, Stroud's had. Um Got to have like eight different receivers. Mm-hmm. And Dalton Schultz, John Mechie, yeah. um, Jordan, Nico Collins, um, Woods. He's still finding a way. It doesn't matter who's in there. He's finding a way to get them the ball. And they're explosive, man. Yeah. And this is without Tank Dell, that, that that other rookie that they got in the third round from Houston. Um, beast. So, uh, But the, the defense holding Flacco, scoring twice, two interceptions, two pick six. Yeah. Um, and then holding them to 14, that was one of the more dangerous offense the last probably month of the season. And to do that, good for D'Amico Ryans and, Dude. and Houston. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Shout out. I, I See, I was watching that game, and I was thinking about our coaching search. And I just thought, like, this is what I want. I want a defensive guy who was a beast 
in the playing days who can get these kids to be beasts themselves and motivate everyone. And like this, I was just sitting there dreaming about the, like, that's what I want in a coach. I don't, I, I, I don't want, I mean, unless they just win a bunch of games, then of course this is what I want. Um, but I did like this new sort of head coach is sort of like the sort of football nerd head coach. I don't, uh, nah, can't get on board with that. Nah, nah, nah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, I mean, you look at it, um, Vrabel, former player, D'Amico Ryans, former player, but the right Antonio kind of Pierce. player. Yeah. The right Antonio kind Pierce. of player. Yeah. Antonio Pierce. Yes. Yes. Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. Gerard Mayo, Super Bowl champion. So like they've been to the mountaintop, right? And As playing play. the correct position. Yeah. But former yeah. players who played the, this position I'm talking about, dude, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I want hard-nosed, tough, and they were that way as a player, and then they're going to be that way as a coach. I mean, Dan Campbell played yeah. offense, but, like, that kind Dan of guy. Campbell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. So, I mean, it, it's it's trending in that direction. Uh, I mean, and who better than the guy that's been in that locker room, been in the circle, and, and led those, those teams uh, as a player? I mean, he knows what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So... I could, I could definitely see a trend continuing to go. And, um, you know, Chris Richard, who's had a lot of success as a coordinator, that's a name that, you know, comes to mind. Um, uh, Jeff Obrick, uh, coordinator over at the Jets. Okay. Even everything they've went through, he's had that held that defense steady. Still number one uh, defense, yeah. They just didn't have any so, offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could see – I could see the league trending in this direction. And basketball has been, been like that, you know, Steve Kerr. They have a lot of guys that, you know, played and then coaching. Chauncey Billups coaching the Blazers now. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a good fit. I think they, we – well, yeah, we got to get back to the future a little bit. You know what I mean? Like just we, we, we thought we had the names there this year. It just didn't really gel together on defense. The fan base wants to root for defense. That's what we're, we're known for. I think it's, you, you know – yeah let's go let's go seahawks um anything else from around the league before we get out of here katie i was surprised by that lions i I thought the rams were gonna pull that out i i just liked that it was the it was the best game of the whole thing those these games weren't very good to be honest it was the only one that was close yeah everything else was like two or three scores but even at the end they got their first down and then just put a knee on it it was sort of Sort of anticlimactic, even though Very it was a one. It was kind of the yeah. most anticlimactic one-point game I've ever seen, actually. Uh, unless yeah. you're a Lions fan, of course. Um, and shout yeah, out to those fans. Happy. By the way, shout yes. out to those fans, dude. They stayed for so long after they were cheering. They're a long-suffering fan base, and good for them. Yeah, I'm bitter, but good for them. You want to look at this week's matchups? Anything you're circling? Go for it. I think the Buccaneers are going to beat the Lions. I think so, too. Oh, okay. I, I guess I, we hit that then. Yeah, okay. we got that one. I, uh, <laughs> I thought that's it. But no, I'm just saying I, I said it that way because that was my first impression. I saw that matchup. I thought, nah, they got him. Uh, I thought you were going the other way with your love fest for the Lions right now. So yeah, you got me on that one. Okay. No, Texas they're the Lions. Lions. Dude, at the end of the day, they're the Lions. <laughs> Come on. I was happy for Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for both, you know, the team that shipped them, then they go and win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it, it's been up, up and down for him, but I was really happy for him and Baker Mayfield. 
I was also weird, uh, just stay on the lines though. I was also weirdly happy for Stafford because he was throwing dimes. I'm no Rams fan, of course, but man, he was playing he his good. butt off. And Puka Nakua, I mean, there's a husky we missed on. Oh, like just anyone could have taken that guy. How many teams are just like, oh, really? What? Oh, they all Passing missed. On him five they, everybody, times. <laughs> everybody had a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's the real deal. Yeah, he is. Great routes, unbelievable hands, mm. um, and we have to see him twice a year Ugh, from now on, gosh. unfortunately. Yeah. Who you got in the Texans, Ravens? Oh, Ravens. Ravens. Really? Not even thinking about it? Ra- that, that defense. That defense. Texans will be riding high. I mean, it'll be a good game. I think yeah. it'll be a really good game. But, you know, the, the, Tex- the young Texans, they'll be feeling themselves, and I think the Ravens will be like – they have old man strength, you know? Welcome to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Like, remember when you'd go play basketball at the Y and there'd be a guy with like two knee braces on, you know, and you're shooting around and you're like, oh, I'll take him. But then he just, he's like just burning you all day. And he, yeah, he, I'm that guy. He, of course, has that like set shot. <laughs> he's got his spot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Boxes you yeah. out on rebounds. Yeah. My mm-hmm. only concern is that they're just, you know, still celebrating that win from last week. Right. Um, but, but the fact that they did it so convincingly, I, I they have a chance, man. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm still Ravens at home is is tough to go against, man. Especially a week of rest, which they needed. And I saw Mark Andrews is back. Uh, he was at least practicing. I don't know if he's going to make the game, but yeah, dude, that's that's a tough matchup. And they got Cook. They picked up Dalvin Cook for the the playoffs. <laughs> As if they needed any more help, you know. I saw that. I was like, I, I, it just made me chuckle because, yeah, that's just really funny. Oh, I just casually pick up a big piece here. Okay. Right when we Pack Niners. Who you got? Packers versus the Niners. Niners, the Niners, and it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to watch. But the Niners had to be sitting back this weekend, just thinking, okay, so the path here is you're telling me the path is Packers, <laughs> well, Bucks, Bucks or Lions, Lions. Like, come on. <laughs> You know, like we beat the Lions yeah. in Detroit. In Detroit. Yeah. I uh, I don't think this one's going to even be close. If the Niners um, don't do it this year, we as Seahawks fans should never stop making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. This, uh, this, is, this is the NFC Championship. I don't think either of those other two teams go into uh, Santa Clara. And, and win, right? So they get by the Packers. I mean, they'll be they'll be in the in the Super Bowl oh, man. with whoever makes it out of the AFC. Well, then they can lose to the Ravens again, and maybe there's no power outage this time. Remember that game? All right, Chiefs Bills. Before we get out of here, who you got? Give me the Bills. Finally, give me the Bills. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I'm going Chiefs. Okay, give me the Bills. Yeah. Well, send Travis Kelsey on his uh, engagement tour early. Oh. Him, him and Taylor can finally post that photo of them getting engaged on the beach in Cabo. It happened a couple... My sources no. tell me it happened a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? They're just waiting to post the photo. Yeah, you can't do it during playoffs. No. Gotta wait. Oh, it happened. No. Oh, it already happened. 
My sources tell me they've been engaged no, for weeks already. Right. Adam Shafter has reported. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they played earlier. They played in December in Kansas City. Bills won 2017. I'm still going Chiefs. Experience. Yeah, you That's can't. You it's hard to bet against time. Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey will turn it on right now too. I, I can't wait though. It's gonna be. It's an exciting weekend. Much more than last week. <laughs> I got love for Mahomes. I always did. Then I saw the quarterback show. It started to slip a little bit. Now he's he he whines a lot now. He's starting to kind of wear thin on my nerves a little bit. I mean, his football play is really the only thing keeping him in there for me. Because the just shots of him on the sideline, and he's always yelling, and I can tell it's his high pitched voice. And I just, he's starting it's to really voice, wear man. on me. <laughs> Starting to wear on me. <laughs> Starting to really wear on me. Give it everything you got. I heard you, Katie. That was amazing. It's our show today. <clears throat> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Talk some more playoffs. Thank you to Delta, EpicSeats.com, SimplySeattle.com, Packback. You know, use our use our promo code Take Twelve on all those things. Lofa, got, break us down here. Take us through it. I- you need to break us down. I'm at a loss for words. We don't even have a coach. Well, uh, well, you pick us up. Here? One of my teams that I root for for has a coach, so I gotta go. Visors up on three. <laughs> visors up on me. One, two, three. Visors, visors up. up. <laughs> Made that up. Visors up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.